Welcome to the FI podcast. I, I'm wondering if you actually watched the video of Joe Rogan being corrected by, uh, I don't know if he's a journalist or a scientist, um, but he corrected him on um, you know, vaccine misinformation. And we want to talk about that. But we also want to talk about mainstream media versus you know what people like what uh, people in that are not in the mainstream media are saying and what the conflict there is. So uh, I'm looking forward to this great conversation. Uh, please share with your friends as well. Uh, so let's pull up the, the Joe Rogan clip. What's that? All right. All right. So let's pull up the Joe Rogan clip um, of Joe Rogan being corrected. I really like Joe Rogan. I saw this funny hey. meme the other day that it was like 2028. Joe Rogan is president. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody else is like vice president. And... What's up, TikTok? We're going to get going here in a second. <laughs> I'm a good Muslim. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, not running for president soon. Can you also pull up the StreamYard on uh, on this too, so we can see comments if they're on YouTube? Um, all right. So uh, connection's bad, huh? Let me see what I can do here. So just to just to clarify, myocarditis is inflammation um, of the middle layer of the heart wall. Um, so the, the argument was, if you take a vaccine mm -hmm. uh, in young boys, studies show Better that or no? you have a higher likelihood of um, getting myocarditis. Um, and then this guy said, well, there's more of a likelihood of getting myocarditis if you have COVID. And it's eight times more likely for you to get myocarditis. So um, what are your guys' thoughts on this? What what I what I find very interesting is that like the mainstream media is calling for Spotify to cancel Joe Rogan. Mainstream media like CNN, CNBC, all these these platforms, these uh, mainstream media platforms. And I'm like, well, how many mistakes have the mainstream media made? And how many? And and I think that Joe Rogan is actually bringing on people that are educated that know about the subject, and he's bringing on people that have dissenting views as well. So mm -hmm. there's like a more of a conversational 
uh, atmosphere in his podcast compared to mainstream media. So I don't know why these people are like saying, oh, cancel Joe Rogan. It doesn't make any sense to me because he made one mistake. Now, I'm a vaccine advocate. I took my vaccine. My daughter's vaccinated. Um, but I also support people's um, desire to look into the information and actually find out what's correct and incorrect. Um, but what are you guys' thoughts so far? Well, I think, like, first and foremost, if you actually listen to that clip, he says, I don't think that's correct. I don't think that's correct. That's not what I've heard. Let's pull it up. Mm -hmm. So it's not like he's wrong. He just didn't know the answer. And he did the due diligence of, hey, I'm, I'm going to take what you're saying. You think that it's this. Let's figure it out. So why would you cancel that? Yeah, well, if you're gonna ridiculous. cancel that, you might as well cancel CNN. You yeah, might as well cancel, cancel everything. Fox News. Like, if you're gonna cancel one thing, cancel them all. You yeah. know, I don't understand why we're gonna nitpick what we do want to cancel, what we don't. My, my thoughts are why why are we not having why are we not amenable to the discussion of whether the vaccine is effective or not? Why is it why are we uh, projecting our religion of what the vaccine does or doesn't? I think that's I think that's uh, harmful and I think not having discussions that can challenge any particular beliefs is is not effective and successful for society mm -hmm. um, but yep. I, but I will say that people project onto medicine things that they shouldn't um, and I, I hate to use that word shouldn't but people think that medicine should be this like that should it should it should be uh, facilitate cure cures or whatever the case may be but what it really is is um, a benefit risk analysis that's all medicine is you have to look at everything through that lens as opposed to oh medicine should do this or it should do that mm -hmm. and i think that's where people get stuck is they think they project on the medicine what it should be but what it really is is uglier than what they think it is mm -hmm. when i think a bigger issue with the vaccine in particular isn't medicine it's a distrust for the businesses that are creating it and the government that is trying to mandate it and control people out of it yep. yeah to be fair i mean you have to look at it through like um is is this going to benefit me more than it's going to risk it? more of the, the risk of uh, me you know getting harmed by it you have to look at that it look at it through that lens and you have to make a decision for your children for your family whatever the case may be but I just I, I'm just like very frustrated with the hypocrisy by a lot of the mainstream media, by a lot of people that are trying to get rid of Joe Rogan because now he's competing with them. In fact, on one of his podcasts, he said, my numbers are beating CNN's numbers. And he's like, the reason I'm, I'm beating their numbers is because they're not being honest with the public. They're just, you know, they're propagating information um, that isn't factual in a lot of cases and that's why people are mistrusting it um and this this goes for every news station fox media uh cnn there's misinformation that's that's um propagated uh, consistently and i think it's it's not right and i think that needs to change about mainstream media yeah i think i mean we just need to get to a place where we're starting the dialogue again that's that's part of the issue is is i don't know if it's just that we believe that fun people are fundamentally stupid so we don't want to share information in a way that allows them to think or actually have discourse. But this is a big part of what um, I'm trying to do on social media, which is why I joined the fray is to have 
discourse. It's okay mm-hmm. to have dissenting opinions. Mm-hmm. It's okay if we don't all agree. We don't all need to agree on things. And mm-hmm. you learn through disagreement. I would be more scared being in a room where everybody agreed and everybody thought the mm-hmm. exact same way. Like we talk through stuff and you tease out truth. So the idea of canceling or silencing somebody simply because they have a dissenting opinion with authority or influence is scary. And historically, mm-hmm. that path has always led to tyranny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I get why people are responsive to that or like, hey, this isn't the path. I'm also not a conspiracy theorist, though, where I, I believe that there's some mastermind group mm-hmm. who's doing all of this with an agenda. I think this is human. It's a natural human tendency to want to do these sorts of things. And we just have to work through it and recognize we're all human and figure out how to connect and understand each other. And so I think learning how to lead with love and compassion and seek to understand the other side is really important. And I love voices that do that. Like, hey, like like you were saying, he brings in people with dissenting opinions. I'm like, hey, sh- share. Here's a platform to share what you yeah. think. Now, I don't think all opinions have the same validity. And just because you have an opinion doesn't mean it's fact or true. But being able to have discourse is something we need to bring back to our society. And it seems like somewhere along the way, we've lost that, the mm-hmm. ability to have yeah. natural discourse. So when I think about Twitter as an example. I think Twitter was originally designed to be a microblogging site where we were quicker uh, informed on information and ideas. But if you look at Twitter, I, I'd have a hard time believing most people would advocate that's what it's turned into. Right. Most people, you know, it's more of like an attack sesh where they're just attacking each other over different issues and not really getting through them or working through things. And what does that do, especially in an environment where there isn't consequence? Right. In the real world, if you did uh, behaved that way, there would be an immediate and automatic correction. Right. If you talk to another human being that way face to face, that's not going to happen. So the fact that there isn't consequence, Mm -hmm. people can just run their mouth and say whatever they want. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's good for society. I don't think that's going to make us better. You know, I was laughing about this you know, before we got on, but how many times you see negative comments come from anonymous users, right? Or they have names that you can't tell who they are. It's like you rarely see people who you actually know who the person is coming on strong and being disrespectful. Mm-hmm. It's usually people hiding. And to me, I feel bad for that person. Like what is going on in their life that that's how they're choosing to show up and they want to attack somebody or something that um, that is triggering them. So, mm-hmm. but I think silencing... Silencing as a whole isn't a good idea. And, I, and, and fundamentally, I think we do this or we believe to do this because we think we're going we're gonna to protect people, mm-hmm. right? Like, well, we got to silence this voice because we don't want people to believe it. Well, mm-hmm. if, it's, if we educate people and we teach people how to think, we don't have to worry about these voices. Yeah. So is it that we fundamentally think people are stupid, that they can't discern truth for themselves? I think I, th- I think that is what, it, what uh, a lot of medical practitioners and scientists are actually um, portraying is that they don't trust people and they think they're too stupid. I think some some people not 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 all people but not uh, all scientists, but I think that is what is being, you know, said is that hey, these people don't have the knowledge or the the skill set or the education to decipher what what's wrong and what's correct. And I think that's the wrong approach completely. I think people in society generally and people in society are very smart. They can go out and they can do their own research. And they can correctly identify what's wrong and, and, and what's not wrong. And, and I think, yes, there, there is a need for expertise. Don't get me wrong. There is a need for expertise. But, you know, particular es- experts that are being put onto these um, platforms and saying that, you know, people aren't educated enough or whatever the case may be to actually look at the information themselves when they're making a decision for themselves, I think is the wrong approach. It's not a leadership approach. A leader-like approach, 
And it's causing people to go, well, if you're going to think that way, F you. I'm going to do my own research anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's the that's not the reaction we want to get, especially if we want to get everyone on the same page. And uh, so I think that's the wrong approach. I think you should – you should no, – I'm not going to use should, but you <laughs> – I'm, try, I'm trying not to use the word should. But uh, you – You might want to. <laughs> you might want to. You might want to, you know, engage them in conversation because – what's the what's the phrase you use when uh that that which we judge we judge separate ourselves oh yeah yeah we se- we separate ourselves from so if you're gonna do that people are just gonna be like okay I don't, I don't trust you even more because now you're being condescending pretentious um all these things and i'm gonna do my own research because this is my child this is this is my body and i'm gonna do, i'm gonna do what's right for me mm-hmm. and i don't trust you that's the reaction that you get when you're like oh well People aren't educated enough to do their own research. I'm like, what the hell? Like, wh- why are these studies so hard to read? Like, wh- what what exactly about these studies are so sophisticated that people in general cannot uh, intelli- intelligently decipher what's in them? Uh, that that doesn't make sense to me. Or in, think, good. I was just gonna say, I don't think that the studies in themselves are that difficult to read. That's just data that's being provided for you. It's more so like if you're just doing your research on Google. Like there's the going to be so much on the internet that is incorrect. It's not based on fact. It's based on opinions. It's based on one side trying to combat the other. Well, studies are published usually in um, academic institutions, and you can actually go and look up like this th- this website edu, and you can actually yeah. look up the studies yourself and and actually read them. Um, I just don't think that many people are are going towards the studies for that or maybe they're just unaware I, that they're i think people there. should not discuss or have a strong opinion about something unless they actually go out and do the research themselves for sure. and I, and this is what happens a lot is that two people that have no, no idea about the science make these strong arguments and they have no idea what they're talking about i think they should go uh you know they might it might, it might be best. <laughs> it might be best. it might be best to you might want to uh go and do a lot of research for yourself and figure out a strong argument that you can make as opposed to just like speaking from a hole in your head and 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 expecting people to believe what you said what you're saying well i, I would say kind of as a as a platform until you can argue both sides of an argument mm-hmm. i don't think you should open your mouth mm-hmm. until you truly understand mm-hmm. both sides of it and i generally commit to that or i'll exclaim if i'm getting into something i don't know much about i'll generally exclaim that on the front end but i won't have an opinion about something that I'm, i don't feel like i can adequately argue both sides because it helps you just uh, if you can understand both sides of it there's a lot more empathy you can at least see the other person's position like okay i can understand how you got here and right, so i'm not an anti-vaxxer by any means but i am not pro-mandate either but i'm not pro-mandate because i'm pro-freedom my operating principles are are freedom in this order, freedom, truth, love, community. I don't think you can have truth without freedom. I don't think you can have love without truth. And I don't think you can have real community without love. All right, so they stack in that direction. But so freedom first. In that sense, then, um, I don't like the idea of mandating people take an experimental drug or something that we really don't know what the long-term effects are. And we've let the guys off the hook that are creating it by, by legislating that they won't be held accountable if there is negative effects. And if you check the VAERS, there is a lot of negative effects. So that's concerning to me when that's not raising flags and when people are losing their jobs, being told they can't go into grocery stores, can't go into restaurants because they're choosing not to do this. That's a huge concern to me because when you look at historical examples of that kind of thinking and that kind of behavior, none of them lead to good things. 
They're all very bad. Now, I am not a conspiracy theorist. Um, I don't believe there's some crazy person in the background trying to control people here. I, I just don't go down that road. And sometimes we see our friends on the right go really wild down this rabbit hole. And this is going to be the mark yeah. of the beast and all of the other <laughs> things. I'm like, oh, my God, uh, I'm not there. Uh, I think genuinely we have humans on both sides that are trying to solve problems in the way they know how to do it. Uh, and, and I think vaccines are we're very lucky, right? Mm -hmm. And we're very lucky that we that we have the ability to mitigate the disease and many different kinds of diseases with vaccines. So I'm not opposed to vaccines. I'm opposed to forcing somebody to do something against their will, yeah. especially with a disease that has a 99.75% recovery rate, right? So these are like, I have too many questions that they just don't align. I'm like, well, how, why are we not accounting for this? And I'd love to have real conversation with people around this. And then there was the big Israeli study that came out, that's the largest study to date that came out and said, if you got COVID and recovered, you're 13 times better immunized than somebody who got vaccinated. Well, if that's the case, mm -hmm. why aren't we handing out vaccine cards to people who got it if this is all just about <laughs> getting immunized? And so that's fascinating to me. I know there are, uh, commenting here, I know there are lots of people who think the vaccines aren't safe. Uh, I have a hard time, just by the math, I have a hard time advocating for vaccines being less safe than COVID, right? Depending on who you are. And you're right, there are issues with the vaccine and the VAERS seems to support that. And so to each their own, you kind of have to figure out where you fit in that. I thank God that it's an option for some people because some people would be dead without the vaccine, right? So I'm not, I'm like, w pick your poison. And that's, that's life, right? Life is all yeah. about risk reward. Pick yeah. your poison. Which way do you want to go? I just love that we have an option. And for some that's people, that option is going to save their life. That's why I'm not... I'm not against the vaccine. I'm against mandates. It should be the individual's choice to decide what side they want to go. And I am definitely, I'm definitely on the side of of choice. Um, you ladies haven't been able to share much. Do you want to talk about your thoughts? Maybe if you have or haven't been vaccinated, why any I kind get it, of Rich research Rogers. that you've put into it? Well, I think that all of us here might have already had COVID. <laughs> <laughs> If yep. that is true. Pretty should have had it twice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Twice. See? Twice. Delta and Omicron. Yeah. So it doesn't mean that you're immune in general. Just saying. Yeah. Anyways. I, but different yeah. I do. Um, all in all, I believe that this is my thought. Um, as far as someone that has gotten COVID first, and that was horrible, really feeling all of the symptoms in which way, but thankfully that I wasn't on or hospitalized or on a ventilator or anything of that nature. Um, but believing in which um, that the vaccine will help suppress any types of symptoms. So, or, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm trying to think out loud right now because knowing that during December time and the holiday time when a lot of the teams had gotten it in general and um, my husband being one of them, but then three days later get tested and mm -hmm. negative. So I don't, I don't know if Omicron is a little bit less crazy than Delta. I'm not sure, but I've heard, mm -hmm. um, but it's passing along. It's passing around like bread on toast. I don't know. <laughs> I just mm -hmm. feel like it's coming around everywhere nowadays, but it doesn't seem as bad as it was before. Um, I think that if you do decide to get vaccinated, it's probably because of your protection, not only for yourself, but you're thinking of someone else, right? So I had yeah. been, um, part of, um, basically a gym in which they did mandate their vaccination process. And that was one of the 
Um, part and reasons why I decided to get vaccinated was because I still wanted to stay a part of the gym and being able to teach and all that. But at that, from that point, I was very indifferent about it. I was very much like, well, I'll be good. I'm a young, I already got COVID. I'm good. I'm healthy. Um, but all in all, I think that it's, it's going to be your choice. It depends on where you are in your life right now. Like if you are looking to, um, just protect yourself. Great. And if you think that you're healthy, great. You have your choice. I, mm -hmm. I don't know. I, yeah. we all had COVID and we're, we're good. Thankfully. Yeah. yeah. And this is, you know, people are commenting here and they're right. It's like, originally, if you catch the original news articles and, and the, the major news stations coming out and saying, Hey, if you, <clears throat> if you take the vaccination or you get the vax, you're not going to spread it. Right. And it, you're not going to get sick. Well, that ended up not being true. Mm -hmm. Right. And so they change and that you there's recordings of people saying this publicly, like, hey, this is it. This is going to do it. Well, that didn't happen. And yeah. now it's like, OK, well, if you get it, you could still spread it um, and you still may get sick, but it's not going to be as severe. Mm -hmm. OK, well, then that still comes down to the individual's choice. But it's like for all the people who are so so pro vaccine or think you're being irresponsible for not getting it like wait but just because you get it doesn't mean you're not going to spread it like mm -hmm. help me understand that plus there is an unknown risk so if you're healthy it's like the unknown risk may be the, the issue and a couple of people here said this like hey i'm concerned for my daughters we don't know if it's going to have an impact on their reproductive organs mm -hmm. and they're young and not really at risk well that makes sense so forcing a child to get that imagine imagine worst case scenario in which we end up finding out this has a massive negative impact long term on the body. The vaccination and or COVID in general? The vaccination. Okay. And 8 billion people got it. Yeah. Right? Fuck. Now, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but risk to reward when you start thinking about it, it's like if we get everyone vaccinated and then we find out later on down the road, okay, wait, there are serious issues here. Oops, we're sorry. We messed up. Yeah. Yeah. We in a big way. Australia is going to need to be repopulated. <laughs> So th those are interesting things to me. And then, you know, uh, you know, Joe Rogan had Malone on who came out. He sounds like he's kind of crazy, but he came out strong against the science of it. And he's literally the founding father of the science. Now, it, mm -hmm. they, they went much further than what he did, but he was the one that created the breakthroughs in it. And everybody recognizes that, yeah, this is the dude that figured out how to do an mRNA uh, vaccine. And he's coming out against it in a big way. Well, well that's interesting to me. That's mm -hmm. at least worth hearing. Now, I think... He was on the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah, and he, mm -hmm. he may have a couple screws. That was what got his. Uh, that was like the whole thing with Joe Rogan. And I don't, mm -hmm. I don't necessarily buy into what he's saying. And I think there's good scientists that came after him that took that technology further. But it is interesting to hear yeah. the guy who literally created the breakthrough technology going, "Hey, there are issues here," mm -hmm. and there's other dissenting opinions. But we're silencing them, and then you hear mainstream media saying things like, "Well, all the scientists agree, all the doctors agree," and I'm like, "No, they fucking don't." No, look, they don't. Look at any comment section no. on these posts, and you'll okay. say, "I'm a doctor. I disagree." First of all, COVID science workers. is not based on consensus; it's based on facts. Right. It's not based on consensus. If a bunch of people agree on the wrong fact, mm. that's not, and you, right. and you propagate that. It's not science. I know. Yeah. And that's, a, it's, that's a scary, that's, a, these things should be, we should be able to have conversation around it, right? Yeah, like there's a, I agree. The, to be able to, to be okay, not having the same opinion. There was a consensus at one point on bloodletting amongst all the, yeah. the most educated well, people in the world. You want to go with consensus. Uh, There's been a lot of like, scary consensus. What, drilling a, a hole that. in your head yeah. for? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was for a little bit. I can't remember Lobotomy. the reason why. Yeah. Lobotomies, there was consensus on, on that. Sex. Yeah. <laughs> What's it? If you were a lesbian, there's anything oh, yeah. wrong with you. Drill a hole in their head. So 
there was there, there were kids that had behavioral issues mm-hmm. that got lobotomies mm-hmm. part of their brain removed mm-hmm. because they're like oh well this is the scientific consensus right. yeah it seems and legit then, <laughs> <laughs> um, so and then and can you imagine like you're you're bringing your kid into the doctor and they're like oh yeah lobotomy and then you trust your doctor fully and it's like well now my kid can't communicate the same way mm-hmm. or my kid can't you know do the same activities that he was doing before and it's because i just blindly believed and then bloodletting um at one point if you had a, some severe sickness like literally the the bleed solution yourself. was cut a vein and bleed yourself oh out God. uh and this was a consensus well, was, amongst doctors this is how george but, washington but to died. be to be fair it's we were doing the best we knew with, with what we had and we can yeah, say that's that about what now. i've been thinking and we can yeah. say like, that about now yeah and we're I, doing so the best we can we're doing the best that we can and medicine so, is going to be based on like what is relevant and the education that is available for that time period yeah so i don't i don't i'm not i get it i get how this happens it's just give people yeah. the freaking choice there's an arrogance in thinking oh we know better to and be that drives me. yeah to be fair it's gotten a lot better evidence-based medicine has oh, gotten a lot of better for sure saved a lot of people so for i'm sure. not saying it's probably saved it's probably saved i say that without an education myself but it, it's probably saved more people than it's hurt but it's also hurt a lot of people and i think that's what people are having contention with is if i'm in control of my my life i have more of a chance of saving myself than you know some pharmaceutical company that doesn't have my best interest at heart I think that's the argument that's being made is like I want my control because I know, I trust myself. I trust myself and I trust myself and my family. So I think so that's there, so I'm reading these comments as much as I possibly can as we're having this conversation and to my knowledge nobody is silencing me and I wasn't making that see I'm advocating on both sides of this. So it's interesting when you see people get super emotional about this issue like again, I'm not anti-vax. I'm pro-choice. I'm pro-freedom. I'm pro. You get to choose, not not somebody else who may or may not really know. And COVID is absolutely real. You're absolutely right about that. Um, I know firsthand that COVID is real on many levels. Um, so that, that I'm not advocating against the vaccination at all. I'm, for people who think that that's the best choice for them or that's the safer path, let them take that path. My simple point is freedom choose freedom, allow people to choose what they want to put in their body. And that's crazy to me that there are people who actually disagree with that point. Like, that's like, what? What, what the fuck happened to our society that, oh, yeah, yeah, you don't have choice what you put in your body. Yeah, that's scary. And I get it. The, the, the people, the counter to that, for those who are going to quickly start typing your counter, the counter is, well, you're, it's not about you. You're being irresponsible. It's not about your freedom. It's about not spreading it, except for the vaccine doesn't stop you from spreading it. So I'll go ahead and wait real quick while you answer that for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not going to stop spreading it. So go ahead. I'll wait. Right, exactly. <laughs> Thanks for playing. <laughs> yeah. It is crazy, though, right? Like, they, just to believe your vaccination is not going to spread it. Like, you can, who really even knows how it's spread? Right, but, they say droplets of our breath are. We yeah, we it just <laughs> right or 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 who came out a couple of weeks ago and said, hey, we got to stop giving people boosters because this is going to cause more problems. This is who, whatever you think of who, the World Health Organization, mm-hmm. they came out publicly and said boosters are not going to be the answer because they're starting to fuck with people's immune system, which mm-hmm. it does because of the way it attacks it, it creates an IgA response. So that's fascinating to me. Why aren't we talking about these things in a legitimate way? Which isn't to say that one way is better than the other, it's a choice, but be educated on both sides of this and and, yeah. and try not to get so emotional that you're labeling people either 
pro-vax or anti-vax, creating division around this and let's come together as humans and decide how do we do this? And again, I'm very thankful there are doctors working around the clock to try to serve and help humanity. And they're working very hard to come up with answers to protect humanity. And in my heart, I believe they're doing it for the right reasons. I don't believe it's some conspiracy theory at all. I think what it is, is that we want to help and we're doing it in the best way we know how. So I don't, I don't claim conspiracy here or that we have doctors who are trying to, to hurt people. I think they're genuinely trying no, I, to help. I respect doctors a lot. And I, For I, sure. I think we should definitely listen to our scientists and doctors. Um, but we should also be our own advocates. That's the only way of you really surviving in this type of healthcare system, to be honest. Um, Regarding I'm, the healthcare system, though, what do we think about the, uh, the nurses that were let's say forced fired. to take the yeah. vaccine or get fired. And now if you're a nurse and you have COVID, you're still required <laughs> to come in. Mm -hmm. I firsthand crazy to me. You yeah. can't have a great, yeah, I have a very close friend that she's a nurse <laughs> and she got vaccinated or else she was going to lose her job after just finishing her schooling. So it's like, you're going to throw away schooling or go get vaccinated. Right. So she got vaccinated, got COVID. And so she calls her employer, hey, I got COVID. Okay, well, you're still coming in tomorrow because we're short-staffed. And so then the entire hospital became a COVID hospital because everybody got COVID. Hmm. So it's like... We boot the people that didn't get the vaccine, but if you got sick and you got the vaccine, you're, you're, welcome, still, to, you're yeah. welcome to come in and it's going to be it. okay. Mm, yeah. There's some, so I was, I get my annual <laughs> blood work done. I get my blood work done usually a couple times a year just to check in, make sure everything's good. And I was curious. So I was like, can you take, can you run an antibody test for me while I'm here too? Mm -hmm. So they were doing that. The lady behind the counter was like, she goes, man, two years, I never got COVID. So she's a nurse. She works at the place. She goes, I never got COVID. She's Until offering now. this information. <laughs> I did not ask. I did not ask. I was not, you know, I wasn't mm -hmm. there for conversation around this. She goes, two years working in a hospital. Um, Never got COVID. Got vaccinated within weeks. <laughs> I got COVID, and she rolled her eyes and she's like, "Ugh." Now, I, I part of the reason is your body is the vaccine creates an IgA response to inform your body and how to respond to the virus if it shows up. But it is interesting to me. I'm hearing more and more of those sorts of things, which is fascinating to me. Uh, Did but she yeah. actually get tested for COVID? Did Sorry, I? No, the girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And she got, so they or were two, she explaining why they were, they were short staffed there too. Mm -hmm. It was like an hour long line to get your blood drawn mm -hmm. because, and they had to shut down two of their locations and pool resources to get over there because it was just going like crazy. Fascinating. Because even with the vaccination, you can show symptoms <clears throat> of COVID. Yeah, exactly. What? Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think like we talked about <clears throat> advocate for yourself, right? And I'm totally pro-choice. Like, if you want to get the vaccine, great. If you don't, great. But another part of advocating for yourself is not like, la, 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 like COVID doesn't exist. This is all bullshit. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. you have a responsibility if you care for your life to take care of yourself in other ways to make sure that your immune system is cracking so you mm -hmm. don't get it or you're more likely to recover from it. Talk and about then if you do actions. get it, mm -hmm. to be able to take like certain courses and making sure that you're loading up on vitamin C, vitamin D, like following up with your doctor and not just dismissing like, oh yeah, this isn't a big deal. It's going to go away. Like everybody that I know has gotten over it. You know, every individual is different. And I think part of what's been scary about this is people who are otherwise healthy getting it and not making it through. Mm -hmm. But I have to wonder like, 
what kind of regimen did you have before you get it? How seriously did you take it once you had it? Like, it, it is real. Like, there is no conspiracy behind whether COVID is a thing or not. And ultimately, if you aren't going to get vaccinated, which again, you know, vaccination doesn't necessarily mean that you're not going to get it and you're not going to die from it. Um, but if you're taking those steps away and, and again, you do care for your life, you have to take care of yourself and your health to start. But do you mm -hmm. think if you told people, if you get 30 minutes outside in the sun, got some vitamin C, um, drank a lot of fluids, water, not sodas, um, exercised for 45 minutes mm -hmm. every day. Do you think that they would follow that? Do you care about your life? <laughs> what do yeah. you value? That's the crazy part though. These things can help you prevent illnesses. Not, I mean, I'm not, not saying severe COVID. ones and not just COVID, but you know, the common cold, mm -hmm. there's a, there's a reason Heart why disease. you get sick. You're eating yeah. crap. You're not taking care of your body. Well, yeah, that's, yeah, that's the other issue is most, the most at-risk people. It's because they have other morbidity indicators already. They're already not healthy, which is, all right, how much are we into preventative medicine? Mm -hmm. Right. Do we really care about lifestyle? Or are we only pushing this narrative when it comes down to the wire and somebody's already sick? Like, right. if we really care about people, let's advocate for healthier lifestyles and making better choices and really putting the pressure on that. But there's not as much money in that, of course. Uh, which is a fascinating thing. So there, a couple of people are commenting here saying, um, you know, well, if you fine, you don't get the vax, but don't go to the hospital. Well, let's discuss, let's just discuss that logic. Say it again. So there's a couple of people saying, great, you have your choice not to get vaccinated. But that means if you don't get vaccinated, you shouldn't go to a hospital. Then who's the one when filling it COVID? up? Right. Like when you, when get, you get COVID. COVID. Okay. So if you get COVID, it's basically your loss, you die. Like, let's just yeah. like, Humans saying this is just crazy to me. Like, or what about like what the was the logic behind the that thought process? Like, let's start applying that principle in all sorts of different mm -hmm. areas of our life and see how long that lasts. Right? This that's mm -hmm. wild to me. Or I mean, this might change the subject or the topic, but the whole White House statement that came out before Christmas that said either you get vaccinated or this will be a long winter of illness and death. <laughs> death, <laughs> cold, dreary. The memes miserable. were my favorite after of like when they find out you're still alive after Christmas. <laughs> I think the, the main issue is trust in our government entities. I think that's the main issue. Oh, it is. Because there's I, a massive lack of trust in the government. There's a massive lack yeah. of trust in our leadership, and, which is horrible. And I want to be I want to be sure to encourage people to actually get educated on this and not speak like, you know, everything um, when you don't. Um, I was I was having a conversation with my friend Rashid and we started making arguments on the vaccine, but back and forth. And we're like, dude, what are we talking about? We don't know anything. <laughs> like, and so there's this there's this thing in psychology called the Dunning-Kruger effect. And it's when somebody they get like a small uh, knowledge base on a specific subject and then they think they're the, the expert on the subject. Oh, okay. And um, it's it's essentially the effect that. What they did, they did a study that's that showed that the the people that were the the least uh, the least intelligent thought that they were they were the most intelligent in the room, and because they had like one specific piece of knowledge or whatever the case mm -hmm. may be, and this was a, a constant thing, and you can see this in a lot of areas, workplaces, school, whatever the case may be, and so I want to avoid that. Like if you if you're not educated, I'm not I'm not an expert on this subject, and I don't want to claim that I'm an expert on the subject. And I don't want to claim that I'm even like, um, I have to do a lot of uh, research and effort to, to figure out what the, the proper thing to say is. So 
you know, I don't think anyone has done enough research to, in this room specifically to to actually make a factual argument. All we're arguing is to have a discussion about it, not mm -hmm. to dismiss other people's opinions. That's that that's what we want to do is because people have actually had an adverse reaction to this vaccine, and there's something to be said about that. People have also been saved because of this vaccine. There's something to be said about that. But let's not just dismiss people based on their opinions. Yeah, I agree. Agreed. This makes me think too, like on the topic of specifically vaccine mandate, vaccine mandates have been a thing for a long time, mm -hmm. not just COVID. I mean, to get into school, I'm I know, pretty I sure all of us have been that. vaccinated like, oh, and that? most kids now, again, still have to be vaccinated in order to get into class. Now there's obviously a difference. These mm -hmm. like diseases in particular that they're- Measles, smallpox. Yeah, they are, bigger deals. We've also had proof of like what these vaccination do's does over decades, um, if yeah. not longer, depending on which one that you're talking about in particular. So I mean, that there is the fear, especially around this one, like it's so new, how many studies have been done? How do we know what the long term effects are going to be? But if we're talking about freedom as a value, like it, it just makes me curious why there aren't more people that are are putting their foot down about other vaccine mandates. Well, it, it, I mean, that's there's a lot of questions around this. Is this even really a vaccine? Yeah. Right. Like you took More your like you the, took uh, your MMR flu, when you were eighteen and you, you were done. Right. right? Polio. Mm -hmm. You took it once. You were done. This is like, hey, we're still experimenting here. <laughs> Clearly, if we can just acknowledge that, <laughs> hey, we're still experimenting because what we thought was going to happen didn't happen. <laughs> right. Twelve months ago. Hey, you take it, you're done, you don't spread it, you don't get it. Oh, we're actually, that's not true. Actually, we, yeah, we missed that. Uh, actually, you die, but you go to heaven. And that's okay. That. It's not perfect. It's not a perfect yeah, science, but why funny. can't we acknowledge that? Right? That's what's hilarious to me. It's like, we want to advocate as if this thing is perfect. Like, no, no, no. You can, you can see all the articles from 12 months ago and all the news stations going, we've done it, guys. We've done it. It's cured. Just take the vaccine. You won't spread it. You won't get it. And now we know that's not true. Right? Mm -hmm. Well, let's talk about that. Why is that? And it isn't just the flu. For those who are saying, oh, it's just the flu and it's not that big of a deal. It is a big deal. There are people dying from this. As you know, people die from the flu and pneumonia and a bunch of other things. So making it like, oh, it's no big deal or, you know, it, it, it's it's being taken way too seriously. No, it is very real. And people are dying from this. Um, you want to you be educated and understand what you're walking into. But again, it's it's really about understanding and having a choice about what you want to do with your body. You know, it's easy to say it's not a big deal until, you know, a family member or someone close to you that like should not like it shouldn't have been their time passes from it and then that'll yeah. create a mindset shift for you well my goal i appreciate that my goal is always to be able to present both sides as accurately as as i possibly can and work to understand both sides because that's how we come together and generally both sides have valid points it's it's in most cases that's why there's contention because both sides have valid points it's important to be able to acknowledge both sides instead yeah. of you know and I'm you know I don't want to call out anybody here but some of you have a hard time understanding this and get super emotional about one side or the other there are valid points on both sides of this and and get educated enough to understand both sides of that and for some people just to recap this as we wind down here for some people the risk is to covid 
So getting the vaccine seems like a better choice. For some people, the risk is to the vax. So getting COVID is less scary. And I get both sides of that, which is why I think it's your choice. If you want to get vaccinated and you have good reason to get it, get it. If you have good reason to not get vaccinated and you're concerned about it, then don't. And, and then the response of, yeah, well, if you get it and you didn't get vaccinated, then don't go to the hospital could be more, couldn't be more of a cruel, heartless, non-human way of looking at the world for so many reasons. And that's a very scary principle that you're advocating there because we can start applying that principle to lots of things that people do that are self-inflicted and saying, well, hey, then don't go to the hospital. Mm -hmm. That's not human. That's taking yeah. the human out of this. So please, like, check your heart on that matter. And I believe most of you aren't saying that from a cruel or evil place. You're just very emotional about this issue and are trying to advocate for what you think is going to save the most lives. And I genuinely believe most people are good, or not everyone, and they want to save lives and they want to help people, and they're just doing it in the way they think is best. All right. I think we got to wrap this up. Okay. Thanks, guys, for joining us. Uh, please share. We look forward to conversing with you again on the next podcast. Hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks, Bye. you guys.